Hello, I am Jet Dunlap, and this is Psychotherapy with me, Jet Dunlap. I have done this episode nine times. Uh, uh, and it wasn't fun any of those times. I edited it five times. I've spent two days on this episode for hours and hours and hours, and I hated every single one of them. And this one, I don't think I hate. What's the message? The message came up organically from my hatred of the other episodes, which is when you've tried to do something a bunch of times and it is not working, that doesn't mean that you have to go with the one that still sucks. Basically, I've gone out with 10 people. All of them suck. I'll settle for six. He sucked the least. He? Oh, God. There, that comes up again. Oof. Jet. (laughs) Why? Okay. Okay. When I use an analogy and I could go with you're dating a woman or a man, I often use a man as an example. Now, let's not read too far into that. I don't know why I do it. It's probably a mixture of trying to be politically correct and nothing else. Don't worry about it. The point of that analogy is that just because you had 10 bad experiences doesn't mean you have to settle for one of those 10 bad experiences. You have to do 11 and 12 and 13 or whatever it takes to make sure you're doing the one that's right. Don't settle. So this episode is the best of all of them. Is it my best episode? I'm pretty sure it's not. And that's a great way to start a podcast. Let's just start there. Here's an episode that's not my best. I am in the midst of a Twilight Zone episode. Episode. What? Why did I say episode like that again? I was about to start the show again. No. Even yesterday, I did a 34-minute suckathon. I listened to it, and I'm telling you, I was discouraged about my own life from a guy who is me. Not a guy. He's me. He's the guy for me. Whoa, I'm the guy for me? All this time, I just figured it out. Oh, my dating profile would be so easy if I was single. I just need to find the guy for me, and the guy for me is me. That is the name of my book. The guy for you is you. However, that's to a specific demographic, either A, homosexual men, or B, heterosexual women. It would exclude all heterosexual men, because if the guy for you is you, then you're gay for you. Oh my lord, now I know this must be the winner. Lucky number, what is it, nine of this episode? Do you see what I'm dealing with? My god. Other than the guy for you being you, here has been my problem. I did an episode a while back where I said, I'm sad. And I said it like that for some reason. But I was sad. As the episode went on, I talked through my sadness. And by the end, I was happy. You know, I was, you know, not sad, happy. That's a little extreme. Don't start calling Jet Dunlap happy. But uh, remember that Bruno Mars song? That wasn't Bruno Mars, you racist. That was the other guy. The other guy? Oh my God. There's not, I was about to say two of them. This is getting terrible. None of this can go out there. It wasn't Bruno Mars. The other guy. What I meant is a guy who sounds like him. Oof, I am the worst. What is that dude's name? Pharrell. It was Pharrell. Those songs came out pretty close to each other, and I was doing weddings, 
and I would play them next to each other. So give a guy a break, okay? I meant hip-hop artists singing about being happy. Anyway, I went from the beginning of a show where I felt sad, and by the end, I felt pretty good. Now, that was something. You come into a podcast that starts with a guy who's like, I'm sad, I'm feeling depressed. And through him talking, by the end of the show, he's not depressed. You're happier. That's the feedback I got from my audience. What a win! That's win and a win. That's what we call a win-win. I've been trying that to a phenomenal point of failure for the last eight attempts at this episode. And I love to define things because I think that if I define it, then I can move forward, which is, you know, a little bit true, but there's plenty of things I've defined in my life that I haven't moved forward from. I don't know why I've been stuck on this episode. However, what is there to learn in my cycle of madness? Here's something I learned accidentally, which in my case, almost all of my lessons are that way. When the shoe don't fit, you must acquit is not what happened in the O.J. Simpson trial. That was a glove. How about this? If the shoe don't fit, you must quit. Man, (laughs) that I want to say too legit. Anyway, the reason I say that is that I've been trying to get a thing to work that's not going to work. So I hear a show that sounds okay, or I'm recording a show that sounds okay, and then I edit it, and then I edit it, and then I edit it, and then I go to sleep, and then I edit it some more, and I'm trying to make it good. Now, audio editing is very difficult because you can't see anything. That's how words work. Can you see? Can you see my words? No, you can't, because that's not possible. So I kept trying to make a thing that's broken work. We do this. By we, I mean you and me. You have a thing that's broken. You've tried a thousand different approaches. You've tried starting over a thousand different ways. And by a thousand, I mean in my case eight. Uh, So just a tiny exaggeration there. But then finally, just because the first eight didn't work doesn't mean I shouldn't start again. I was about to put out an episode that was like 35 minutes of, oh, just bad, bad, badness. Okay? You know I have the best words, badness. And I was going to do it just because I wanted to uh, stick with the one I came in with. Hey, You tried eight times. It didn't work. This one has to work. You're just not hearing it right. But my instinct said start again. My everything said start again. But I want to argue with it. I want to say, no, man, this has to work. How could I have eight in a row be bad? Now, this is new for me. I've had one or two episodes that are throwaways, but it didn't really stop my cadence. I usually be able to start over right again. And then, you know, it's fine. They were decent and they were worth me putting out. I felt at the time. This last one wasn't. But just because it hadn't worked that many times doesn't mean that I should have stuck with one that sucked. So, what I could do here is say, Well, isn't that like when you're in a bad relationship with a husband who don't treat you right? That's Dr. Phil. It's actually me doing Dr. Phil. Ooh, sexy. It's me doing an impression of Dr. Phil. I'm not going to do that. I am going to tell you where I got to this point. Here it is. I have been tired. I have been frustrated. Yesterday, I had to dig a fence pole that was in the ground on my property that was like five feet in the ground. I had to use a jackhammer. I had to use a manual pick, and it was 100 degrees, and I was picking that thing out of the ground. It took me almost three hours. Not fun. Remember how I said a few episodes ago, hungry, angry, tired? If I'm in that mode, 
I can't produce at a level that's worth listening to. I'm not Gwen Stefani. My breakups and sadness does not make better music. So like, for instance, yesterday, I'm just whining into a microphone until I figure out, wait a second, I'm whining, I gotta stop whining. So I'm just in this tailspin. Here's the thing about those tailspins. They're not easy to get out of when you're the person in it. I can only speak to myself. But when I'm in that mode where I am feeling pretty shitty, I can't be told even by myself to feel better. Now, this is especially important for you to hear because I've had 15 years of therapy. I've had 10 years of investigation into human psychology. I've worked with hypnotherapists, psychiatrists. I have so many tools in my arsenal that I've acquired over this period of time of investigating myself in the human condition. And even I can't pull myself out of that. There's that old coat. (laughs) There's not an old coat. Oh my God. There's that old quote that is not a coat. The quote might be on a coat. There's that old quote, do what you love and you never work a day in your life. And I have taken issue with that for a long time. Because what I will say about that is that do what you love and it won't suck nearly as bad as doing what you hate. I was about to throw my monitor across the room. That's a lie. I was about to throw my headphones across the room because those headphones are from Big Lots. I was not going to throw my $2,200 iMac across the room because that'd be stupid. I haven't been that angry in a very long time. But I was very angry because I was about to bail out of this episode again. And I'm like, I can't do this again. This is going to be the end of psychotherapy with Jet Dunlap because it's going to be a little more psycho and a little less therapy. I was going mad from a thing that was supposed to help me and help you. And I want to break things. But it was because I love doing this and I was discouraged because I hit a roadblock. And maybe that was something I set up. I'm doing this so people could hear it. I don't need to just talk to myself in a basement. (laughs) <laughs> that would that would really be crazy if if someone came down here right now and they saw all my equipment's plugged into a loaf of bread as opposed to a computer then the men with the butterfly nets really would come and the butterfly they'd catch is me they'd put me in a mental health facility that i've been to before and they're not fun so let's not do that so this episode is about a thing And the thing that this episode is about is putting too much pressure on something. Making something so big in your head and in your heart that you go, I can't climb that mountain. And here's the funniest part about that for me personally. I'm a mountain climber. I literally climbed a bunch of mountains this summer. And I'm a rock climber. And I made this mountain so big I couldn't climb it. What are we doing to ourselves, humans? Why do we do this? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try and explain to you how this would relate to you in your life. Okay? I know it does relate to you. There is something that we have taken that has no deadline, that is completely arbitrary, that may have even been cathartic in our life. I want to learn how to play guitar. I want to lose some weight. And then you get furious at yourself for not doing the thing that you started in the beginning to do to make yourself feel better and the thing that you started to make yourself feel better made you feel worse because you put all this pressure on yourself. Do your best and forget the rest, as a mentor of mine used to say. That's what we have to do. So what I have to do is forget the worst parts of this. Forget the fact that I did eight episodes that sucked. 
And then I finally did one where I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. Judging your own art is so difficult. Judging your own work is difficult. But I've worked in the arts for 10 or 15 years, and uh, it's funny that I wouldn't know that difference between the five years. But So what you got to do is just say, man, say to yourself, if you're a woman even, man, this is tough. And I think this is the best I can do for right now. Maybe it's not the best I can do of all time. This isn't going to win a podcasty, but it's good enough. And that's what I got to keep doing because I got to put one foot in front of the other and just keep going. I appreciate you sticking with me through thick and thick. This is Jet Dunlap. This was psychotherapy. And bye-bye.